So I, I don't know how to introduce the show. This is new. You know. This is new. So I guess we'll figure it out later. It's kind of like you remember uh, Cisco and Ebert. Yeah. For like life, they, for culture. They, they just had to randomly like they just flipped a coin to pick like what the order of the name was. But I'm gonna give it to you because of the seniority. I think it's gotta be the Dame Dash and Adam show I if it's the, gonna be that. I think the respect of that is logical. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna try to <laughs> try to make a play for my ownership. I was just with Nori, and he was like kind of pissed when I suggested the idea of this because he's like, "Oh, we, I always wanted them on Revolt or whatever." Like, why would oh. he want me on something he don't own? And we were actually, I did a show with him, and we spoke about it, but he never really wanted to pass the plug. So I love Nori, but he's Nori. Mm. So you don't look at Revolt as like being an example of doing the right thing in this game. You think that's not independent enough? That's I don't really look at Revolt like that. You know, I know that I, uh, this is, uh, Taylor. Hi, Taylor. How you doing? I was shooting the show, but come on now. She's, uh, I rolled this joint. She rolled this joint. Rolled this joint. Oh, so that's why she's here. I'm okay. She's much more than a joint roller. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. You want to be on the, on the show? Do you mind if she sits on the show? Or no, she could be here for sure. Cool. Yeah. I like women. That's actually something I thought of at a certain point. I'm like, I wonder if we're going to end up needing like a female. We, we definitely going to need that. Co-star or something. Yeah. yeah. So here's my thing. Um, I'm not really thinking about Revolt in that way, mm. but of course, as a business level, he has a network, and I'm getting a network, or I'm, you know, I have a network now. And years ago, when I had creative control, and there was this uh, initiative that there should be black-owned um, television networks. So I was talking to Comcast, or I forgot who it was, whoever it was, and they were like, "Yo, we got to see a hundred million." because you have to be able to sustain loss, Oprah's struggling. And I was like, well, if I gotta get a hundred million, that means I gotta raise it, it won't be black owned. You understand what I'm saying? So my thing was to go and get a hundred million dollars worth of content and approach it like that. Um, and, you know, Puff as a black man, regardless of how I feel, um, because, you know, him and I have a personal relationship, I have nothing but support for revolt, no matter what, cause that's a black man with a station. Mm. So even, my problem with us as a culture is when we have problems with each other, we say them publicly. And I think we need to just work those things out and always show a united front. So big shout out to Revolt at all times. Mm, but yeah. yeah, is there a sense of solidarity between you and somebody like Puffy just because you're of the same generation? I think within our culture, there's not enough solidarity at all. Mm. You know, I think cult Puff is always, uh, always making sure he's relevant. Um, and, um, you know, we may approach things different, but again, him doing what he's doing is better than anything most other people from our culture are doing. So I can't never knock nothing he's doing. Mm. I hear that. What could we, what do you think in best case scenario that we could get out of this podcast? Cause the main thing that stands out to me is that, well, let me ask you a question. Okay. Cause this is not the Adam show. It's the Damon and Adam show. Yeah. Do you feel some kind of solidarity within your culture or what do you consider your culture? So like there's a revolt, which is black and there should be solidarity. What kind of solidarities do you, do you have within your culture that we, that you're not telling us about? But yeah, there, there's a degree of that. Like if there was like a BMX dude or a skateboard dude, I feel a degree of solidarity with them. The whole, so when the, you relate to culture, you relate to BMX. Th that is one identity but the group white, that the I white fall skin into. Thing gives oh you no, I don't care about that at all. Not, but you don't. Right. But like, I've had, like, for example, if I walk into, when I used to walk into an office and have a white assistant with Lior, when I would walk out, Lior would always go, you all right? They treating you okay? Always. Always. There was always that little, like, are they, are, you know what I mean? Do they give you that little to the side thing ever when you're with black people? But You really think that Lior, I, I, I've I guess seen I him, believe bro, you. he's done it. But not you really. feel like that's what it was? I feel like, like he, it, bro. He's done it. I'm not telling you something because of intuition. But do you think he was worried about shit because of some shit that he had seen? Every time someone white came through, he didn't ask anyone black if they were all right. He only oh, asked man. somebody white. And he made sure he did it every time. That's every right. time I've been in a room with someone else, and there's no disrespect to Jewish people, I think that shit is gangster. But if there's a you doing business with a Jewish person and it's the Jew against the other Jew, uh, they got their thing going. Right. And and that's that's how it goes. And 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 that's almost how it should be with all cultures. There should be a respect for culture and brotherhood first to me, mm -hmm. but you shouldn't disrespect others to get ahead. The that's all. It's just what identity group you want to go with because a lot of people end up Well, we don't have a choice, bro. But, I'm black. You got a choice, and but, that's what you got to understand. But I'm, what I'm saying is you that can a be lot black of, whenever you feel like uh, it. We can't be white <laughs> when we feel like what it. What I'm saying is a lot of or a lot of people 
end up identifying with their socioeconomic group, not their race. So once they become a, and a person, lot of people don't. A lot of broke, most racists are fucking broke and white, uh, and they broke. And they are, and, they, and the ones that be shooting up the schools, be usually white, and they usually don't have girlfriends. Uh, and they have the same, like you know, social is one thing, or, or ethnic, or rather as far as like money goes and what money you got. It's really about your perspective on life and with who you blaming for your problems. Right. So I just feel like anyone that is racist is always just mad at their life and want to blame somebody else. I don't Hell give a yeah. fuck about them, but I do know within any kind of gang unit or, or, or crew or team, whether it's the police, religion, when you come in the room, there's a connection you always going to have. And that shit, that always kind of like you got to have respect for that. That's just, you know, it goes without saying. Mm. I mean, I see that. But it's just interesting because it's like, who are you supposed to identify with? Because I don't identify with other white people. I might identify with somebody who just seems like they came up around. I identify. But the luxury, the luxury you have is choice, though. You got right, choice. Right. But that, you don't that, have choice. Right. But do you really feel like that's best case scenario for you to like primarily like support people based on race? No, I didn't say that at all. All I said was I was asking you because the question you asked me was revolt. And obviously you're asking me about revolt because it's a black network. You didn't ask me about a white Generationally too. You and Puffy came out at the same time Wait, wait. You didn't ask me about vice. You asked me about revolt. That was kind of a racist question. You shouldn't have just categorized me You and Puffy come from the literally exact same period of music industry progress. That's racist. There's a lot of people that came... Bro, you just Vice put, comes from a but, journalistic place. Wow, Bad Boy and Rockefeller were like the same. I'm not just, the same exact I'm not type just of music of the same exact generation. Bro, but the quick thing I'm saying is this: I'm not saying it's all you. Are. The thing I'm saying is this: you didn't compare me to anybody but him, so you put me in a box, and that's what people generally do. It was unconscious, but you did, mm. and I noticed it because you're not on the other side of that. Okay. So when you talk about Dame Dash, you compare me to Revolt, nigga. Compare me to HBO. Okay. Compare me to Disney. Don't compare me to Revolt. They knew. Compare me to somebody whose spot I want. I don't want Puff spot. I want him to get where I'm at. And I'm gonna help him get there. Compare me to somebody I want to take down. Right. That's what I'm saying. You know that that's the that's the unconscious racism that happens. Oh. But you you know you know and I'm not knocking you for it, but I'm just bringing it to your attention. Right. Go. Don't bark about that. It's okay. I've. I said I feel like you came into this life knowing that you were going to be a black man. How do you? What do you know about what you're going to come into life as before you're born? I feel like it's our karmic energy, like not necessarily our karmic energy, but you think you were conscious before you were born. Well, let me say this: There's books like Seed of the Soul that where you get to look at your life and determine how much, um, uh, how many defining moments that you're going. Like you could pick your. It's like your your soul evolves based on how much pain you feel. So before you actually get into your life, like you might be like, I want to evolve faster, so you might choose to have a rougher life. You understand what I'm saying? So you might choose to come in the world struggling just so you could evolve your soul quicker. That's what these kids are doing. That you can be a leader or that you can be some a voice for these people. Uh-huh. For many people. But that, that's the thing they won't teach you. You know what I mean? But you know, those are the things that definitely I've been reading for years that, that are logical. Seed of the soul. Yeah. Well, read Seed of the Soul. It will definitely give you, you know, some insight into what they're not telling us or what feels right or wrong. But I generally don't like what is presented to me because everything that I know that's presented to other people has been meant to control. So I know everything that's been presented to me has been meant to control me. I just, I'm just not trusting in that way. Uh, yeah. Okay. So just to get to this, I feel like the interesting thing about us doing a podcast together is well, just we're not the, doing a podcast. We're doing a show, bro. A show. Right. Dream big. Remember I said in here, we dream big. I mean, podcasts ain't small. If people sit there and talk for an hour, it's basically a podcast regardless of how it comes out. What's a talk talk show? show, That's a talk show. What does David Letterman do? The main thing I would say is the difference is talk shows in front of audience. Talk shows edited. There's an audience. Right. And no, talk shows aren't edited. They're they're live. The dog's here. You ever been on Letterman, bro? No, I haven't. Yeah, they're not edited. Why are you, why are you assuming that? I don't know. See? It just feels like a, a different procedure. Nah, you dream bigger. What people like about a podcast is the fact that it's a fucking unedited, yeah. unadulterated, hour-long, roughly have, block of talk. But we usually. could. We, but the thing about it is, if you put that on a bigger platform, if people love it there, they'll love it anywhere. It's about the narrative. Yeah, yeah. So if you call it a TV show, it's a TV show. You could call it a podcast. You could call it a TV show. Every piece of media that you create, you got to be able to take it from the 10-second clip to the minute-long clip clip to the hour-long clip yeah you have to be able to you monetize gotta, it and you got to yeah. be able to put it through in different ways for people who want to exactly it. so like here everything we do is visually those are movie cameras but also you have an auditory that's the podcast version but you get to see the visual it'll be put on youtube and we'll you know we'll put it on real network because we got one mm. and then we'll be able to stream it we'll be able to chop this up so many different ways that's what happens <laughs> with content 
Mm. We got to just find the ways to to make people give a shit about the content. And that's what I'm saying is I think that the, the main thing, the main challenge is going to be me and you relating. Like this is the whole challenge of this podcast is that people Stop feel like podcast. Your, this show is that show. you're unknowable as a human being. That's how a lot of people feel is that you're sort of, there's something that precedes you that makes it almost impossible for people to really feel like they're getting to know a real person. They're so fascinated by you because they don't, something about you that they can't wrap their head around. Does this yeah, sound familiar? I, I, well, I just think people don't believe that I walked away from Rockefeller and that whole world on my own terms. No one can believe that I chose to be independent at the height of it all. No one could believe that I chose to invest in myself and not be a slave or give up any of my soul to fit in. No one can believe that I like to break patterns and be disruptive because the only way to have change is to change, to be different. And if everybody's doing something, if you do something different, of course they're going to think it's different. And if it makes them feel uncomfortable, of course they're not going to be very receptive to it because fear kicks in. And that's another thing is they can't believe I'm not scared because a lot of people live with a lot of fear in their life. A lot of people don't know how to dream. I dream in front of people. That's what people don't understand. My whole, every knock, every learning experience I have is public record. They see it in the paper. I pay a bill late, that shit is in the newspaper. Uh. You know, I have an argument with my daughter, it's in the newspaper. And I don't give a fuck. And that's what they don't believe. So it's not like I'm not transparent. I'm not a big mystery. The mystery is how am I still relevant with gray hair <laughs> without fucking, you know, being married to someone famous uh. or without selling my soul or hitting a red carpet every day or kissing somebody's ass. You know, that's what it is. And I become a brand for just that. So now you expect it. I'm cool with it. Yeah. As long as I'm moving forward. Like if I'm just popping shit and nothing's happening, then yeah, that's insecurity. That's ego. But if every time I say fight and I'm fighting and every time you see me, there's more equipment and there's more distribution and there's more proof of concept and there's more people eating off of what I'm doing and there's more love that's being given, even if it looks gangster, it's really love. You can't say it's wrong. Well, let me ask you this question is like, how much do you think that your identity is tied to your own success? I, I, I think it means everything, being truthful and having a point of view and being honest and authentic, if your work is good and you're not cheating, then you'll always be relevant and you have to not live off the past all day. You gotta keep creating for the future and you have to evolve. You can't be doing the same shit for 25 years. That becomes a ringer. That's like being a senior in high school for 10, 15 years and then be thinking you're doing something and fronting on everybody who's like a rookie because that's what I look at people do. Stay at the same slot for 24 years, play it safe, block other people's positions so they can take it and move on and then start fronting on new jacks right in in a certain industry yeah i hear that do you, but do you feel like you perhaps hold on to this like animosity towards the music business Nah, there's a time and a place for everything yeah i ain't got no animosity but if you ask me about it i'm gonna tell you right i feel that other people should not be victimized by it so of course there's an animosity if I see people getting molested and robbed and no one giving a fuck about other people's families and it keeps happening over and over again by the same people. Yeah, if you ask me about it in that moment, I'm gonna tell you about it and my experience is never gonna change. And if I want people to learn from mine so they don't have to feel the, uh, uh, the learning experiences that I had to. But do you, feel like there, do you feel like there's no way that you could ever see yourself working again with like a traditional record label? I'm a television network, bro. Right. That's like asking me to pitch nickels. Mm. Why would I do that? It doesn't yield. You ask, it's like, yo, you want to go from being a champ to going back to amateur? That shit is a fucking farce. I can't get no money like that. Not the kind of money I'm trying to get. I'm selling television networks right now. Right. That, that, you know, I was doing that shit when I was in my 20s. I can't go backwards. I got to go forwards. Hmm. What do you think the world wants from Dame Dash at this point? I'm not thinking about that, bro. <laughs> I know what I want to get the world. More love. I want them to learn from anything that I've done while I'm doing it. Mm. I want us to evolve. I want us to change the new, I want us to change what the normal is. You know what I mean? And I'm watching it happen and I know I'm a part of it. You know what I mean? I don't care what they want. They don't know what they want. No one wants to be taught. No one wants to be told constructive things. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to know that they don't know things. Uh -huh. I want more people to teach me. I want people to get smarter than me. So I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. I want to learn. Right. What do you think people could get out of this podcast, though? What do you think best case scenario is? That you should this? stop calling it a podcast? This show, sorry. Break patterns. See how hard it is? Pause. It's in my blood. Pause. Uh That's the thing. <laughs> it's in your DNA. 
You got to reprogram yourself. That's why this is deprogramming. <laughs> Do you think that there's anything? What would you say to the people who think that there's something weird about you still saying pause after all these years? I don't care. I don't care what people say. I made this shit up with my crew, and I still hang out with my crew, and I got a funny crew. Uh-huh. Most people couldn't tolerate or take the kind of snapping and cutting ass that we do. And that game is still live. And if I say the wrong shit, ain't nobody else going to say shit. But when certain people call, the shit is funny and I'm picking up. Right. It's a funny game. BSR game. It's not meant for nobody to understand. That's it's why we called it pause. Right. Like, if you didn't know what it meant, it wouldn't bother you. Oh, I know what it means. I f- but, so, no homo's dead? I, ain't, I didn't make that up. Mm. That's Cameron though. But so pause came after though. Pause was like the bro, replacement, bro. right? No, no, no. no. You see, you're all mixed up right now. Well, you're right. Yeah. Pause is the OG of all that. We started that shit. It started with AO, and then it turned into pause. <laughs> and we did it so nobody else would know what it meant because it was our own little joke. Mm. You know what I'm saying for us. But people figured it out, and then it went. You know, it went platinum like everything else that we do. Went global. Mm. Damn, ain't that pause true? was first, bro. Ask them; they'll tell you. Ask who? Anyone that says no homo. They'll tell you that Dame Dash came with it. Or no, Cam. Hey, yo. No, no. I'm saying the wrong <laughs> shit. Pause all the way. Forget it. Let's go to the next subject. <laughs> what else do we need to talk about? What what uh You had some shit on your mind you was talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. The the Yay album. So you spoke to him? Yeah, we texted. Yeah. How was that? What was the what was the conversation? It wasn't such a, a, a it was more like a thank you, you know, Kanye be looking out sometime when I don't expect it. And I'ma just leave it at that. What did he look out in what way? It's a podcast. It, can't just, leave it at that. It's, it's a not show. a podcast. It's a show. <laughs> no, I am leaving it at that. I got to respect our brotherhood. Okay. But he looked out. I'm trying to think of how he could have looked out. Yeah, think about it. Hmm. All right, but let's not make that go platinum. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> okay. But so what do, what do you think about the project? You listen to it? Yeah, I did. I listened to it today. And uh, how do you feel? Was it what you needed? If I like, if I was into gospel, yeah, I think, he, I think it was art because he didn't make a rap record. He made art. And... What did you think about it? Not for me. At all. Do you like gospel at all? Hell no. What the fuck do I need that in my life for? So that's probably why you didn't like it. I got bad memories of going to church when I was a kid. I don't relate to all these people who act like that shit was all fun and games, man. I fucking hated that shit. You made me sit on a plank of wood and just fucking listen to this shit. Stand up. That shit was hard. Wake up early on a Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not big on, um, I don't, I'm not, like, I'm about logic as it relates to religion Uh. and ancient history and things that come from, you know, I was telling you about Billy Carson and the Emerald Tablets, and this is all ancient texts and the Dead Sea Scrolls, and they don't talk about a lot of those things, and it involves the explanation for, you know, humans. And basically it says that we came from the Anunnaki's and we were genetically modified to be slaves. But this is an ancient text. But no one ever talks about this. And, you know, a lot of like... I uh, did try to Google this because people were laughing at the fact that you were talking about it, and I clearly had no idea what the fuck you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. That's the, that's the problem. They keep us blind, and because of that, I'm not gonna put all my eggs in one basket. But I have. I'm not like a gospel kind of dude either. But to me, Kanye as an artist does what I do with businesses. He might wake up one day and say, "I want to do fashion," so he'll do some fashion. He'll make one day. He basically made brought hip hop and had a big mosh pit at the Staples Center to fucking gospel music, and that's never been done before. So I think he just does it. He's an artist, and also. How much do you expect from like a, a rapper over or producer over forty anyway? Like, what the hell do you want? Right, he's not twenty four years old. To me, it's the worst. He sells sneakers. Album. I don't think I, I don't think that the world needs this. I don't think he did a good job at what he probably should have been trying to do, which is he needs to explain to us what the fuck he's let, been doing. Let for me the ask past you a question. Years. That's what you want to know. But clearly, Definitely. Kanye's an artist that does what he wants. Mm. So you keep asking what the people want, and an artist does what an artist wants. So that man just being an artist, whether you like it or not, you I have just to watch the, the big wait, wait, hold on a second. But you, but you, I didn't, I, I heard about it. But what you have to respect is this. If you went to church and heard that music, that would be the funkiest church you ever went to. Is that the standard we're judging music by now? That's the standard we're judging gospel music by. <laughs> yeah, but who the fuck wants a gospel album from Kanye West? Like a real Somebody gospel in gospel. Album? <laughs> well, yeah. obviously everyone did. He had 10,000 people there the other night mosh pitting to gospel. Yeah. I'm just talking about like me. That's as an like art fan. right there. That's an know. art. I'm to me, think about this. Imagine sitting in a room being this arrogant, Kanye, like, yo, I bet you I can make a mosh pit, ten thousand kids, white, black, whatever, mosh pit over Jesus Christ. And he did that shit. I seen people That's what he did. mosh for all kinds of whack bands. So it was you seen that me wait, at all. question. Have you seen anybody mosh pit over gospel? No, and I was totally okay right, with so that. So well, hold on, hold on. So he brought you a first, right? 
that, that, that doesn't go as far That's as art. it needs to. It depends to on, you see, your win might be your musical experience, which could be selfish. His win, which could be selfish, is just making people mosh pit over gospel music. Look, this is my thing. I watched the Big Boy interview, and it's like he just says the most outlandish, ridiculous shit. Didn't he tell you he's bipolar? But if you, yeah, but that's didn't fine. he admit it? That's the excuse that we're just gonna give people. It's like, oh, he's bipolar. He can say whatever the fuck. Bro, he, he bro, he was in a fucking, he was in a mental bro, institution. Bro, he repeats the most ridiculous, boring right question? wing talking question. points let me, over let me and ask over, you a and question. then he tries to lean on the god Can shit I ask you a to get question? away with it. Can and the question? album is the same shit. He puts out a boring album, and the only thing you can say to defend it is uh, not it's gospel. It. First off, let's get the fuck. Let's it's not, boring. Wait, wait, the first, fucking, first of all, the bullshit he says, the way he defends Trump, the way he defends, oh, everybody should agree to disagree. It's boring. It's stupid. And then he has to rely on Jesus to try to get away with it. Can I just tell you something? It's the oldest trick in the book, though, to can, be honest. Can I tell you something about Kanye? Yeah. He just won. Because all he wants to do is invoke emotion. Oh. And he made you emotional. Listen, there's a right. I promise you. But his whole thing is like, oh, all black people shouldn't have to have the same opinion. The, qu the question cool. is, how do you not know Kanye by now? The thing that black people want from Kanye is some sort of. But you're not even black. How are you going to tell me with black people? Wait, time out. Stop right but there. He wants, whoa, he whoa, wants an whoa, explanation whoa. for why everybody's so let's, fucking mad at I know, him, right? Hold on a second. Let's just rewind to a point you just made. I'm not even mad at him. I get why everybody but else is mad at him know, because he's but, not making a good argument. But clearly, let's address this. You just said what black people want. That's what you just said. He's aware of what black people but, want from him that they're not Wait getting. a second. Question. How crazy does it sound for a white man to tell a black man what black people want? Look, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm saying... That'd be like but me Kanye's telling you talking people, about how he feels about what black Twitter thinks about him See, on you're only interview. caring about your points. The question I just asked is how crazy is it for a white man to tell a black man what other black people right, but want. Deal with the substance of what I'm saying. But not you're not. My, so you're doing that. You're group. doing that evasive thing. I'm not being evasive at all. I but want you to answer, confront my ideas head on. You only care what you want. And it has nothing to do with my ideas either. I'm talking so, about what Kanye question, wants. Kanye is clearly question. concerned with the fact that his people clearly are this, concerned about his ideas. Okay, let me just say this. In this conversation, we want two things out of it. You want to answer about music. And I want to answer about how a white man could say what a black, to a black man, what other black people want. But tell so me my answer wrong. to you is this. I can't tell you what Kanye's thinking, period. And I'm not sticking up for him at all. I'm telling you my opinion about what he did. But within this conversation, it stimulated another one. How is it okay for a white man to tell a black man what other black people want? And why would it be logical for anyone to listen to that? Answer that question. This is my response. You can't just sweep the Trump shit under the rug like it's not a big deal. It's People want to him question. to explain the Trump shit in a way that makes sense to them. It's not going to happen. Do you notice you're not acknowledging that's my question? The bare minimum is that you, if you're going to support Donald Trump, you have to explain Adam, this in a way that makes sense to people. Adam, do you notice? That's at least what I wanted out of this album. Adam, do you notice you're not acknowledging my question? I, I, I'm not, I don't think it's important what race I am when I say that. I'm saying what I think from observing public discourse. Adam. I think that there's a level to which people are unhappy Adam. with Kanye, primarily Adam. because of his support of Donald Trump. Adam, I'm a black man with a question. How is it okay for a white man to tell a black man oh my God. what other black people want? If you want a real answer, that's not at all what I was doing. I wasn't you talking about that. what you a black people that. want. I'm talking about from my observation, but what I see, what people want from him. People want an explanation for the Trump shit. People want him to somehow land on something that ideologically makes sense. If you don't answer questions, why should he? I'm answering the question to the best of my ability. I don't know what the hell you want from me. Well, you keep telling me about what Kanye should have did. And all I'm asking is, logically speaking, how is it okay for a white man to tell a black man what other black people want to hear. Why would it ever not be okay for one human being to comment on how other human beings are behaving regardless of race? That would be like a, a me telling you what other white people want to hear from Kanye. I can't and that's just a completely that. fair conversation you have. And why but would I, I ever I try to strip I, you of that? I wouldn't logically say that because I don't know what white people want. But if you if you read an article or you had a conversation with a white person, then of course you could comment on what a white to person honest, thinks about a particular about issue. I don't care what white people think about what Kanye, what they want from him. I don't care. As an artist, I don't do. See, you're not an artist. I'm not really concerned about okay, what black people want from Kanye either. I'm talking about what let's I want from him thing. is I want him to let's at least go to the make thing. sense of all the bullshit that he says. I will ask him. Let me ask you this. 
I can't talk for the man, bro. I'm just sorry. Yeah. I can't. I wish I could give you answers, but I can't. All right. You know, I don't even know why Kanye does what Kanye does. But as my observation of him is this as an artist, I appreciate that he keeps it interesting. I appreciate it at, in his 40s. He got the That's whole, not enough. That's how people defend Trump. They say it keeps I'm it not, interesting. Listen, listen, if it's not up, enough, that's not enough. Listen to me. It's not enough for you. Your win's not the same as mine. But I'm saying with that's respect, not what me, you want to me. from the world is somebody who's respect, just so ridiculous that we me. can't look away. For you. To me, you don't have to listen to it. That's your your opinion. Like he not he doesn't have to do shit that you want. He owes you nothing. You understand? You could just not listen to him. You don't have to give a fuck. But my point is, I like because I don't look at just the smaller picture. My bigger picture is this. I see, because I traditionally see rappers washed up at this age. I traditionally don't see rappers making this amount of money off things that have nothing to do with music, like culture with sneakers. I don't see people his age from rap being significant. He gave an award to Rick Owens yesterday, and then he's doing a, ser a sermon in Compton the next. This is very interesting stuff. He keeps it interesting. It hurts nobody. But we are actually talking about it. He stimulates conversation. And we need that in a world where everyone's just trying to fit in. He's not right. He's not wrong. But you got to appreciate the fearlessness in which he creates his artistry and the age he's still doing it. Who else his age is doing it? If you support Donald Question. Trump, you're wrong. That. You're objectively wrong. What are you talking and about? I want to have the conversation. I at least want to hear I, you own up to why. And bro, I at least want to be able to debate bro, the substance to me. of the fucking to ideas. Me. I personally don't agree with a lot of things Kanye does. Needless to but say. But what yes. I like to do is talk about the shit I do agree with him with. Because it's more impactful than the bubblegum shit. So I think being what he's done in fashion, he's and you can't act like Louis Vuitton would be Louis Vuitton without Kanye. Right. And that's a big deal because... Nobody's trying to take listen to Kanye's me. cultural impact away so from that, him. So that's the bigger picture. And that's all that counts. You expect the man to be perfect on all accounts? You ain't doing none of that shit. Unless you, this is my thing. Unless you're doing anything he's doing, you can't tell that man what to do. We can't have wait, an wait, honest conversation about his album unless we're doing all the things that he's doing. That's how That's, that's not what that's I said. Absurd. I said you can't judge a man... Yes, you can about do that, too. Art. You can definitely See, judge that's the someone. See, that's the game I don't play. You can work at McDonald's and have an opinion about the new Nas album. You can work at that's not what I said. CIA no, 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 and have no. an opinion about that's the not, guy you just saw at the coffee shop. You have shop. more than it's an opinion. It's okay to have opinions. You're telling me that you, he has a responsibility to think and say everything that's right. And I'm saying he can say what the fuck he wants. Y'all all know, number one, that he does have a problem. And y'all keep putting a fucking mic in front of him. Every time he doesn't take his fucking pills, and then you're mad about what he says. He's putting the mic in front of himself. He's a public figure. This is what you do. You go on camera and talk. But you're not, you don't ever identify with the logic. If you know somebody's in a bad place, you don't give them a mic. And Jan, everybody, when he says dumb shit, everyone and every platform he says dumb shit on makes a lot of money from it, which is why they continue to give him the mic because they know what to expect from Kanye. So, when he went to see the president, no one was expecting him to say nothing normal. He did exactly what the world wanted. He got a skit on Saturday Night Live. That's what the fucking world wanted. They got it. If Kanye's not doing something disruptive, I really don't want to fucking hear from him. <laughs> Period. There's nothing reason to talk about Kanye unless he's bugging out. So keep bugging out, Kanye. And, and, and also keep looking out. You know what I'm saying? Because... As a person and as a brother, he's the only motherfucker that I invested in that ever looked out. Ever looked out. Ever looked out. And that means more to me than any other bubblegum shit that he's doing. So even when I'm mad at him, I can't even be mad at him. Because by the time I get in front of him, he fucking pays the proper respect. And no one does that. Not one fucking person. So yeah, I'm going to hold him down. Because he's the only one that's ever helped me down, whether it's publicly or not. Period. And that's all that counts. He's been loyal. To a degree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right. Only, he's, he's the only one that's shown even a slither of loyalty to me. And I haven't seen that from anyone. And that quality is what motherfuckers need to talk about. Because that's all that counts. 
to me, especially today. Wow. That was intense. Um, yeah, I just want to say for the record, I like Kanye too, but I mean, I just don't really He's care for that He's not your brother, bro. He's not my brother. You're not going to have an objective conversation with me just about Kanye because you don't know him like I do. Period. I know him. Right. You know, and I appreciate everything he did because we sat down and Art detected a dream and he took that shit to Michael Jackson level. He's Willy Wonka right now. He could change anyone's life if he touches and pause the right way. <laughs> That's a power, bro. And that shit don't come. You know, y'all better appreciate that. Life would be whack without Kanye. Jeez. There it is. You think it would be a better place if he wasn't acting up? What the fuck would y'all talk about? I mean, there's specific incidences I could do without you. Yeah. yeah, right. Every single incident you talk about, you enjoy talking about it. Look at the Trump shit in a bubble and admit to Who me that you fuck, don't like bro? it. It's bubblegum shit, bro. Who gives a fuck? What could be more consequential? Who gives a fuck? What, what the what fuck? What is that bubblegum? Let me ask you a question. You, you, Let me your question. defense, you call that bubblegum and then you talk about sneakers. Sneakers don't matter. What are you talking about, bro? Ideas Jobs matter. matter. The president No, matters. the fact that a black man could have white kids wearing his name on it matters to us. A black man with really bad ideas You don't know about nothing politics. about that, bro. You don't know what it is like that. You don't know what it is. We take pride in seeing a black man's name on a white man's fucking foot. Mm. Go, Kanye. You changing the game. Adidas' whole game changed. Germans got to bow down to him right now. So Nike got Jordan. That's us. Adidas got Kanye. That's us. That confidence is what we need. Thank you, Kanye. And y'all need to be thanking them. Whoever's wearing this shit. Whoever gets girls because they're wearing the sneakers and showcases they got some bread should give them some props for that. Fuck the bubblegum shit. It's easy to talk about bubblegum shit. Like, it's always like hard to talk president? about the good shit. Like who's the president of the United States? Who gives a fuck? He ain't doing nothing. He's going to jail. His whole crew is in jail. jail. Well, if he's going to jail, that's an even better and we, reason and for and Kanye not to support him, right? Who cares, B? Nobody gives a fuck. You ain't got to listen to Kanye, bro. Nobody got to. Right. But you're going to still buy his shit. You're going to talk about him. I did. I bought a sweatsuit and a record last night. $260. All right. Well, he's smart. That's why he ain't on no dancing in the star shit. Well, you, you took the weed already? I didn't take it. Where'd your bag Somebody go? on my team might have took it. Come on. Don't get mad at me. Come on. No jumping. Oh, so you going to smoke a white man's weed? Yeah. How is that okay? Because I'm not telling you what a white man wants to smoke. Can you? Can I get some? Uh, <laughs> can I get some of your weed? I ain't gonna never tell you what a white man want to do, bro. I can tell you what a white girl want to do. Can I get a um? What you call it? You, <laughs> you think I could potentially end up as your your closest white friend? Is that is that something that could happen through this process? I have multicultural <laughs> friends from everything. I have no. I have a bro. I went to to boarding school. Mm. I, I I went to, to Park Avenue. You know, I chose that street life, and it burnt me out. You know what I'm saying? But I have no, I have, I'm, I, I like people, man. And I like to talk about things honestly. And I like things that stimulate and evoke conversation. Pause. Pause. Wait, I mean. I should have said it right after stimulate. Well, if you want to catch still me. Still working just, on it. Here's the game, bro. Just so you know. <laughs> if you say something crazy and before you say pause, somebody right. says, hey, yo, <laughs> then that's when you cook and they could tease you for it. Mm. So, yeah, I just gave up a jewel. Should I have done that? <laughs> I don't know. But there's levels to the game that people don't even know. That's real. Oh, man. Well, she's bringing back a weed over here, So too, let me ask right you a now. question. Who's your favorite artist right now? My favorite artist Rock and right roll. Now. Rock and roll? Just in general, the whole... White people want to hear rock and roll. <laughs> See? <laughs> Nobody thinks that. sounds crazy, right? Nobody thinks that. It sounds crazy. Nobody thinks that. Are we going to tell me what white people want? No, white people don't care about rock music either. You don't know this? Isn't that crazy? EDM and rap music. So let me ask you a question. Why do you think white people have lost? Because rock and roll, I think, was, you know, started black. But back in the day, if I met a 23-year-old, they would know about Led Zeppelin and the heritage of live instrumentation and go to festivals. Mm. How come white people ain't white people no more? <laughs> uh, Maybe they, they, you know, it's Tyler, the creator. Mm. You know? That's real. You go to Tyler, the creator show, it's all white kids. You ever seen this? I, see, but I'm asking you because I'm going to ask somebody white. What the fuck is going on? Hmm. I yeah, mean, where's, going, where's it? Where's where's what white culture? Because I'm not, and I'm not saying it to be racist. Mm. But what do you embrace that you consider really yours? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yours. Not to say you can't participate, but like, if you were to play the mu music from what you consider your heritage, not racist or nothing, but like an African is gonna play African music. Right. If you're gonna play your natural heritage, 
what music would you play? I mean, if I were to base it solely on my racial group or my location where I was born, I would play you a bunch of Boston hardcore bands that I do have a lot of, you know, I love which, them. Which ones are those? I would play you Blood for Blood. I'd play you, uh, you know, I, going outside of Boston, I'd play you Minor Threat, Chain of Strength, Youth of Today. So, so why you don't think that shit is embraced anymore? You know, it's like every genre has a time period when it's interesting, and that's, I guess, the the interesting thing about hip-hop is just that it's been and managed to sustain its viability for so shit? long, you know? Now white people can't teach me nothing. They can't tell me nothing I don't know. Well, streaming I, services is making everybody people, the same, right? I some white people shit. Right. But now white people be telling me more about black people shit. You want me to tell you about a bunch of hardcore bands that Fuck nobody yeah. watching I at home knows about? I want to know about shit I don't know. I want to know about things I don't know. Right. I always want to learn and evolve. And usually in the music that I never heard, I always find something crazy in it because it's always about a rhythm and a movement. Mm. So, yeah, I, you stop picking our brain. I want some of your culture. You listen to Misfits? Give me some of that. Cause I we love give the Because you got to think about my culture. Let's talk about the Misfits. Wait a second. I love the Misfits. Yeah. yeah. Let's, um, and that's old school. What I'm saying is our culture is very giving. We give it all away. We just give it away mm. to the extent that no one's even, everyone's being lazy about creating new shit. I want to see some new shit. Or some old new shit, cause the old shit now would be new, cause no one's been talking about it. I want some. I mean, I want to hear some rock and roll and combine it with some hip hop. Mix up the new with. The, I want to see some new shit. You know, let's not get complacent. Usually, when people combine rock music and rap music, it doesn't turn out that good. Well, hold on. First off, let's get that. Let, hold on. Now I did. I'm thinking some, Lip Biscuit. No offense, Fred. No, no, but hold on. Let's stop right you, there. I feel like that kind of Bro, stained let me it for just, a long Let me just time. let me bust your bubble. <laughs> Go to blackrock.com, B-L-A-K-R-O-C, and look at the project I did with the Black Keys, where I put, you know about that project? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's rock. That's real rock and roll. Real rock and roll with rap is beautiful. I put it with Most Def and Q-Tip and Farrell Munch and <coughs> Billy Daz and um, RZA and Raekwon. And that shit was magic. But needless to say, like rap, so that, that rap rock wait, wait. So never that, really took off the way mean, that it maybe could. Wait, wait, like I said, that shit was magic. Okay. And that's timeless but music. That's one project. Well, that's Dame Dash. I'm talking about that's its overall. Only impact. one I know is what I did. That's the one I know. I know what I could do. The reason why nothing's been dope is because nobody dope did it. Because when Run DMC did it with Aerosmith, that was Aerosmith. Yeah. That shit was bomb. Walk this way was butters. Yeah, but that was like 30 years ago. Exactly. Because there ain't no more white people to jam out with. <laughs> There's plenty of popular white rock bands and shit, but you don't want to go to a Five Name Finger one. Death Punch concert. They're, when you say popular. You don't want to go to a Mumford & Sons concert. I, first of all, I went to a Mumford & Sons concert, right. and Jay-Z got me the tickets. Me and Raquel went to Mumford & Sons. So what are you talking about? Okay. See, you're a racist bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well... I guess I would completely understand if you hadn't been to a Mumford & Sons concert. Why would you understand that? Because I personally bastard. wouldn't really want to go. Oh, that's why. Okay. To me, that's not really my thing. Yeah, but I went. I was talking to somebody from a record label. They told me that their rock releases sell like 5% of the of the rap releases. Rock and roll is dead Just right to now. put it in a perspective. I was talking yeah. to John Peets from um, Q Prime the other day, who was the manager. Country music is the closest thing to rock and roll right, right now. Yeah. That's real. And black people don't take that shit over, too. I feel like we need somebody yo, yo, to what's the name? put the mic. What's his name just went motherfucking... Kelsey, um, come hold the mic next to his face. What's his name, what's his name just went diamond? Lil Nas. Nas went diamond. So the black people just took country music. Mm. Got that too. Billy Ray helped him get there, though. He did. They had to join forces. Absolutely. <laughs> that was a logical move. Right. He, I think he just reversed it on you. He just, you know, he Eminem the situation. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Do a sprinkle of the gay shit in there, no disrespect. You know? <laughs> Took it everything. But that doesn't gun. bother you? Pause isn't a homophobic thing? Why I'm homophobic? Because I'm black? <laughs> well, I mean, the pause thing, a lot of people might take it as homophobic. Ah, but we make jokes, bro. Devil's we, advocate, but. Who cares? I don't care what people think, bro. I'm not racist. I'm not, I'm in fa I was in fashion. You can't be, you know, that's. Nah, I'm not. I'm just, I like women. I just love women. But it's just funny. We're just. I just like to make jokes. And whoever doesn't like it, I don't care. Right. I mean, a lot of from the LGBTQ perspective, it would. But the word, the the their argument would be. Why are you worried about that? Jokes hurt people's feelings. All jokes right, can right. reinforce oh, so negative stereotypes. But do you care? I'm, I'm again devil's advocate. Do you care, Sweden? You now you neutral. I'm a big Switzerland fan of offensive humor. So for me, the line needs to be blurred constantly. Adam Twenty Two is political right now. Wow. <laughs> I'm political. 
Bro, like I said, do you care? No. All right, then that's what we have. Why are we talking <laughs> about other people? It's not my fight. So why are you fighting? Right. Well, we'll get some gay guy on here someday to challenge you. <laughs> How are you resisting the pause right now? No. <laughs> we'll get a, gay, a big, beefy gay guy in here to push your limits. Take you to the extreme, the edge of sanity. I'm out that conversation. So what else are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know what could be better than the Kanye conversation we just had. Or... All right, let's wrap that shit up and get to the party. You think? So what do we have to expect? What are we going to do, bro? I feel like we only did 40 minutes. Though. If we really want to be doing a full take? show, we need an hour. It, it's 40 oh, minutes. So we got 15. Let's go. I'm down. We got 15. You want some questions from the audience? Sure. You going to do that again? You want to do it or no? I mean, last time it happened, it was pretty fucking funny. I'm going to be honest do with you. Do you want to do it or not? Have questions from the audience? Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, fuck po it. Point got some out. questions? Raise a hand. Nobody got a question in here? There is a room full of people. There's probably at least No one has Everybody shy in this moment? Don't be scared. Somebody got a question. We talked about a lot today. If there's not one question. Oh, here we go. There we, there we go. Okay, I know my man Ali. To load up. Black guns. Make a, make, don't be scared. I love that. Okay, so we were talking about, uh, when y'all were talking about white rock and things, mm. you brought up the Misfits. Mm. My comeback with that would be, have you ever heard of Gigi Allen? Oh yeah, because I'm from the same place as Gigi Allen, and I grew up like knowing that like a lot of kids would like go to his grave and shit and piss and vomit I've, on it. I've seen his shows. You did it. I've I lived in Atlanta right before he died. I'm from Atlanta. He used oh, wait, to live at the so Claremont Lounge. You're older than me. You actually saw him perform I didn't and shit. See, see him. My uh, I think it was my uncle right. was telling me about it. I'm 38. Okay. So I didn't see. I barely missed it. But I did get to see the room that he died in wow. in Claremont Lounge after the show. You know about that group, Death? Uh, I heard of them and shit, but I don't know much about them. Black rock and roll group. I don't know about them. Okay. That, and that uh, that's a great comeback. See, that's, that was my thing when Lil Uzi was coming out and saying, oh, I'm the Gigi Allen of hip-hop. I'm like, I literally used to have a VHS tape that I bought at the CD store where I grew up. And it had a video of Gigi Allen performing in a library at a college and he got completely naked and he shoved a banana up his ass and then he shit it out into his hand and threw it at the crowd. And I'm like, Uzi, you, you just ain't doing that. I'm sorry. Like, and it's totally understandable that you don't want to be doing that. But to me, that was like, Uzi, you just, you're not that kind of rock star. It's, it's a difference. I don't know what the hell Dame's doing. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, here we go. So I'm going to ask again because the people want to know. What do you as a white man know about what black people want? Real talk. Right. I mean, again, I was just trying to summarize what I personally wanted from the album and what I think a lot of other people want from the album. Huh? Black people want it. But you was like, but, but black people want is this. That was like crazy. I was, I was trying to summarize my feelings on what I think people in general want from him. And in particular, I think that a lot of his stuff with the Trump stuff, with the slavery shit has really pushed black people to the limits of what they might be willing to accept from someone who, granted, he gets more uh, more leeway with this than anyone else. You know, I've tried so many times to answer this question. I don't understand how you think I'm not answering it. You derailed just now. Again, I like to say I like your merch. I hope you have one of those for me. Those are dope. All right. Um, any other questions? Or is everybody shy today? I know we, we talked about... Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Could you pass her the mic, please? And get the mic. Put the Put a camera on her. Every Why time somebody asks a question, just get a people camera. instead of saying black people. What was your question? It, it doesn't project, but it's just so we can hear the audio um, when we, when we, on, the, on the show. Uh, why, why won't you say um, people instead of saying black people? Just people. Like people will want that. She's why, saying, why, why couldn't you, you just say people? people? Why'd you have to say this is what black people want? Why I couldn't want you say this is what everybody wants? I, mean, I think I did say that. No, you said black people. I might, I might have said black at some point, but I think overall I said I'm talking about everybody. But you did say black people. Shout out to all about black people. Uh, yeah. Any other questions? Oh, my man Blackface. No, nah, no. Nah, see, now Blackface is from, he just flew in from Harlem. He got the Hennessy. Let's show, let's show, get, let's see. Now, black, okay, Harlem in the building. He just flew in and he always Hello. got something to say. So don't get I shy now, Blackface. I wasn't here long enough to get the base. I, I caught the back end, so. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. See? Now he would have got caught. 
Crazy. So when he said I caught the back end, I said, hey, yo, yeah. then I could laugh. If he said pause before that. There was no pause of that. Right, go ahead. There was no pause of that. That's some Harlem shit, so that's, you know. Go ahead. So, but I, I don't really have a question because at all, this black and white stuff, it seems like y'all just really got good chemistry for black and white anyway. It's, it plays off on each other real cool. So you're saying you're enjoying the show? Yeah. But you just got here. But, 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 but so talk about, ask a question about what you just enjoyed. And with, within this chemistry, ask a question. I only caught the part. Uh, ah, give me the mic. Man. Pass the mic. Look, because I don't want to be, I'm, I, didn't even, I don't even know what Kanye said to the president. So that's how I loop the, the loop. And you're proud of that right now? I don't know. You don't even watch Saturday Night Live? Nah. Oh, man. I don't watch Can you pass the mic you, you before we get back me. to the block shit? Pass, yeah. Well, you yeah, definitely. Now he got a show with us, and he's also Yo. that's Adams man right there too. Introduce yourself, bro. Talk about your shit real fast. All right, I got a uh, I got a show at Dame Dash Studio called the Leo Black Show. You can call, you can follow me, Leo. And what's the question? Uh, you just said shout out the show, so I was shout out the show. Well, I was just getting. I thought so it was gonna be a quick one. But, I, yeah. I had a question for Adam though because my guest um, didn't know what he did. So, what would you consider yourself as a uh, professional, like your career of choice? How'd you get into it? Um, and what would you consider like your, you know, what you produce, what type of content you have on the No Jumper channel? Oh man. I mean, I make rap content with uh, rappers and people in the rap game for the, well, I mean, I guess that's largely what I've been focused on lately, but I mean, in general, we just do all kinds of stuff. I got porn stars, I got YouTubers, comedians. Here's my last question. All kinds of shit, yeah. Why don't you do a rock show instead of a rap show? I don't listen to rock. You just said your heritage and all the things you named. How come you don't showcase that? Well, I mean, I do occasionally. I just had Guar on. But I'm just saying, like, how come you don't do a rock show as well as a rap show? Why only rap? I'm just not that interested in it, to be honest. There's not a lot of rock music out there. If I, if I was doing a podcast and it was the year 2003, I'd guarantee there'd be a lot of hardcore bands I'd be interested in because that was what I was into at the time. I listen to rap. What so do I you want rappers for the most part. On an honest level. What do you want people to get off of your show or any platform you're on? When you, like, are you trying to? Because I know, like, when I get on TV or I get a platform, I really want people to learn from it. Mm. That's always my agenda. Always. What's your agenda? I would say just to have the deepest possible conversation I could have, to really have the most interesting conversation I could have, to just really get to the heart, to get someone to be realer than they normally would be. I guess is like the primal. You care about the culture. Yeah. Don't you want to push it forward? Of course. So how do you push the culture forward? How do I push it forward? I guess in my own little way, just by doing the best interviews I can, by trying to elevate people, create, but meaning like know, how do we push grow? people up to a higher level? Meaning like when you have to me, just like how you feel Kanye has a responsibility to you, you have a responsibility to other people. Uh. What's your responsibility to other people? And do you think it's to make people better? And do you think you make people better? Yeah, to entertain and to also to ideally like push the overall discourse further and further. Like, but how do you make them better? People are going to feel whatever they're going to feel about this conversation, but ideally it's going to spark a conversation where their conversations with their friends are right. going to be ideally pushed to a. So, a, a this is degree. the way we're pushing the culture forward. I think so, but having un so uncensored, unedited, uncut conversations of people really exchanging ideas, I think is the only way that we're ever going to be able to like create a, a, a better place to live for all races and to make races like that's the main thing I think we could maybe get out of this podcast is the idea of two people who are from different generations different races different everything different places we grew up find some common ground and that's what podcasting I guess ideally is going to do right it's just going to be able to make people like if you're some 18 year old kid but you've listened to hours and hours of me and Charlemagne and Joe Budden and Nori and Dame Dash and all these like different interesting people who do podcasts and shit. Don't you think that kid's a lot better off from hearing a bunch of OGs or people who are possibly on the way towards becoming OGs in entertainment? Well, I know what this, exchanging I know what we're ideas. doing here. I was asking about what you were doing outside of here. Mm. You know what I mean? Like before you got in this room, when we're not in front of each other. Because mm. again, the reason why you and I are talking is because I do think we stimulated and invoked a lot of conversation that was healthy. And... I'm asking when you're not in front of me, when you're not in this building, what are you doing to make sure the people that are listening to you are better people after they listen to you? Mm. And are you intentionally doing it? Is that your agenda? And if it's not, 
I think that's how it should be. You know what I'm saying? That's my thing, but you know, that's my advice from a older guy with gray hair. Platinum. Yeah. No, yeah, they're kind of on their own. Yeah, they got to figure it out in terms of becoming better people. I mean, you know, to a certain extent, I'd like people to, like, take a positive influence from what I'm doing. But, I mean, I'm not, like, a motivational speaker. I'm not trying to, like, overtly, like, be out here, like, I'm going to Let me tell you what you. I think you do. Okay. I think you give the younger dudes a platform, and I think you validate and you make people pay attention to people that deserve it and that are making noise early. And I think you give them a voice. Mm. And I think it's important, whether they're saying dumb shit or bad shit, and what I've observed is that you're not scared. And I appreciate the fearlessness in what you're doing. I'm kind of scared of what people are going to say about this. I'm going to be honest Yeah, with definitely. You. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad because I'm sure people have been on your show Ooh. and been scared about what you've made them say. Right. So, you know, that's a good thing. And I like the fact that you know walking in here because I know you want to throw punches and you know I'm going to throw them back. Mm. But they're not punches to hurt each other. It's so people can learn from it. Yeah. You know, so I appreciate that. Appreciate you too, Drew. And I think the conversation, you know, because again, I think for some reason, there's just one perspective people look at and it's just, you know, a, the black perspective and how we relate to each other. But as black people, we kind of curious about what y'all doing. Mm. We want to know all your secrets because we give all ours away. Taylor Swift. She's we've not been got, kept a secret. We've got this chick. I swear she's incredible. Well, Lindsay Lohan is an incredible artist, you know? I was just kidding. I don't give a shit about Taylor Swift. But. I'm not saying that, but right. what I'm saying is there are people that, because the narrative is the wrong way, you can't showcase their real skills. But that girl, Lindsay Lohan, she could sing, she could write, and she really could have been a musician, uh. for real. Like, I, 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 you know, I was kind of surprised and, and, you know, happy about it, but disappointed that that wasn't what people could or had a chance to focus on. Sometimes people get so affected by other people's agendas that they forget their own. I thought the dog was eating my shit. He's, yeah, he might. It's Not your here. shit, but what he got? What you got of his? He, he might eat his own shit. That's some nah, dog nah, shit. You no, know, he's just licking his hands. He's just keeping yeah, his yeah, knuckles yeah. right. He's just keeping it real. Over keeping there. his knuckles clean. Clean knuckles over here. Clean knuckle gang. So I guess that's about a buck, an hour, right? Yeah. And we can edit it up. We'll figure it out. Fuck it. No edits. Let's keep it real. Fuck it. I like that. Yeah.